It's time for Lawyers for Jesus, a show about the dynamic and exciting interaction of faith and the law. Featuring the attorneys from the law firm Malkin Baker in downtown Chicago. Malkin Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and for serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Rich Baker, an attorney and a partner at the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys who focus on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. To learn more about us, go to maukbaker.com, that's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com, or call 312-726-1243. Typical background checks might be less effective than you think. What can you do to truly protect your organization? And today we're particularly talking about the area of uh, protecting our child ministries in churches and not-for-profit organizations. Uh, I have with us today Drew Hutchison and Brad Taunton. They're the founders of Vigilant Ministry Partners. Vigilant Ministry Partners is a company uh, on a mission to help prevent children from sexual abuse in the church and other settings with extensive background checks. They represent the interests of local churches, mission agencies, schools, and not-for-profits. Drew and Brad, this is a really important topic we're on today. Uh, Welcome to Lawyers for Jesus. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Let let me get in right away, because we're going to run out of time again. It always happens. Uh, Drew, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about uh, Vigilant Ministry Partners and how it got started. Yeah, sure thing. So Brian and I both have been very long-term friends and both uh, have pastoral and overseas mission experience, so we understand the ministry context. I know you guys are located there in Chicago. A little bit of a relevant fact, I'm a Moody alum, with Moody being right down the street from uh, from you guys. Uh, we love the church, we love Jesus, and we felt uh, a real call to serve the, the, the church in this area simply because we realized there wasn't enough being done uh, currently uh, in the marketplace. Uh, Brad, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I think one thing that led us together, as Drew said, we met years ago while we were both in the ministry, and um, we bring to this uh, to this marketplace some varied experiences, pastors and and uh, tech experts, and even uh, career investigators. So we balled all of that experience together and decided to use what the Lord's given us to help protect this church. I'm, I'm really, really impressed because you're right. Uh, you know the inside of how um, volunteer organizations and not-for-profits and churches works, and there is oftentimes a great deal of resistance to um, the administrative part. A lot of times it's, it's the ministry and proclaiming the gospel type part, but the administrative gets left behind. So let's just jump in. Drew, I'm going to ask you, what's the biggest challenge churches and not-for-profits face when screening employees or volunteers? Yeah, absolutely. This is a great question. I think the first thing out of the gate is that most places simply just don't take it as serious as they could or as serious as they perhaps should. Uh, the second thing I would say is from a preventative standpoint, most people think running a, a, a simple basic background check is enough. And the reality is it's not. And even more than that, the reality is, is that most volunteers, people who are actually around the children uh, at a particular ministry, are not being properly vetted with an application or even a, a really good um, background check. So I, I really think 
that anyone listening to this podcast uh, in the Chicago, greater Chicago land area, who is on staff at a church or attends somewhere, you know, just as a takeaway, if you don't know what your process is or what you're doing in these areas, you know, you should connect with us right away. VigilantNP.com is one way to do that, but you should definitely reach out uh, to your church and ministry and, and, and see what's going on in these particular areas. Well, uh, Drew, we we actually jumped in uh, a step ahead. There are some churches that don't have any process at all that are not even doing background checks. They're just small. Right. They say we don't have enough volunteers and we don't have time or staff to do this. So we, we've jumped in. So the, the predicate to all of this is um, you've got to have uh, precautions and policies in place for child protection uh, to, to prevent abuse, and, and, uh, and the beginning of that may be training and, and background checks, but that's certainly not all that's involved in it. So let that's me, correct. Yeah. Brad, mm-hmm. let, let me pick up. He has mentioned the, the biggest challenges that he sees. Do you have anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I think one thing, that I think there's two quick things I would add to that, and that is we really don't realize as Christians um, just due to our Christian faith, what those um, compassionate hearts that we have, it actually leads to being a soft target to these types of danger sometimes, and we rely on some, some status quo kind of approaches to this that just the, the, the evidence is just showing that it just doesn't work. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Rich Baker for the law firm of Malk and Baker. If you're just tuning in, make sure to visit MalkBaker.com to hear the rest of this interview. You can also subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for legal updates with a biblical perspective. Today, we're speaking with Drew Hutchison and Brad Taunton, founders of Vigilant Ministry Partners, and we're talking about um, child care ministries and the protection of children and really where we're, we're centering is on the, in, in so many cases, the inadequacy of the procedures and the protection policies have been set up. Uh, Brad, you had said that the statistics are, are alarming. What statistics are you talking about? What data have you got? Yeah, so the, 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 the hard facts are there are uh, nearly a quarter million registered sex offenders um, and the truth is, is the large majority of sex offenders are never even registered. And so the statistics of how many uh, sexual predators that are out there cannot even be quantified, really. But with the 400,000 licensed churches in our country, um, it really, um, the, the, the dangers become real. Um, more than 60% of the churches don't do anything more than just a basic background check for their staff, if that. Um, and then re- pastors rarely preach on this danger, rarely bring this, um, th- this danger to, to the people. Um, the actual statistics of, of abused are readily available on the Internet. Um, large majority of these victims are under the age of 18, and then that statistic goes through the roof underneath the age of 12. Um, so many of them are between the ages of 3 and 8. And 95% of the sexually abused are abused by somebody that they are very, very familiar with, whether that's family or someone in the church. 
And so those things bring to light the danger that we're facing. Uh, Drew, did you have anything you wanted to add to those uh, frightening statistics? Yeah, I, I, everything Brad just said there with, with those statistics should really be alarming for, for the listener. I, I think one thing that we have experienced uh, with Vigilant, with, the, with the, the, the clients, the churches and ministries that we serve with, is that learning how big the problem really is. Uh, secondly, how easy it is and typical it is for a church to try and block it out and sometimes cover it up when there is an incident and how to respond to it properly. Uh, Vigilant really takes a holistic approach. And so when, when you look at these statistics, so just a 2016 stat, there was over 895,000 registered sex offenders, 2016. Uh, Brad mentioned 400,000 licensed churches. So that's, that's a two to one uh, ratio there of, you know, depending on where you're located, of a, of a registered sex offender who could be in those hallways and you don't know who they are and the risks that are there. So it, it's a much bigger problem than, um, than what, you know, the, the general culture would lead us to believe for sure. So, so Drew, uh, there are a number of things raised. Um, one of the things that you, uh, actually it was Brad who mentioned this was churches are soft targets. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so there's a there's a there's a security or safety philosophy uh, referred to as hardening the target, and much of hardening the target is front end measures that you take. Um, and as far as we're concerned, letting the letting the people know that you are watching them, that you are familiar with who's there. The soft target is a conversation that is a very lengthy conversation, but. Um, the church is just very, very vulnerable to to this type yep. of danger. Um, so, yeah. Now, Drew, it sounds, yeah. you had something to add to that. Yeah, I would add in there, too, there's an there's a underlying volunteer equation. Nonprofits, churches, ministries in general, they are typically looking for volunteers. Extra hands, you know, a, a, a stat... That, that there was a study done a couple of years ago, close to 40% of, of churches of any size in the U.S. Are run off of volunteers. And so whenever someone, whenever a place is hurting for extra hands to come and help with, if you're a volunteer there, regardless of who you are at first, you will be met with, you know, interest to come and help volunteers. So it's easy for someone to camouflage who they are what they've done, um, and just to show a helping hand and to be met with, um, with, with a favorite response. So the vetting process needs to start right there, right there when, uh, when, there, when there may be a surplus of people wa- wanting to, to volunteer to meet that demand and to find out who these individuals really are before you allow them to actually be behind those walls um, amongst the people uh, at, at that particular church. Well, you know, I hear this, and, and uh, I do represent a number of churches. I'm also a member of a church, and we're always looking for volunteers, particularly in the children's ministry. Um, and people are, are really, really hesitant to put roadblocks in their ways. You know, we'll have to continue this conversation. Coming up, we will talk further with Drew Hutchinson and Brad Totten, founders of Vigilant Ministry Partners about how their comprehensive system makes children safer. I'm Rich Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus.
Good work deserves to be supported. That's why the attorneys at Malkin Baker have been working to help not-for-profit organizations succeed for over 15 years. The attorneys at Malkin Baker are committed to helping not-for-profits, charities, and foundations comply with the proper regulations that allow them to uphold their mission. Their representation is specifically tailored to meet the needs of your organization, whether educational, humanitarian, religious, or other. Malkin Baker's areas of expertise include 501c3 tax exemption, nonprofit administration, planning and formation, operation and employment, risk management, fundraising, and donation planning, trademarks and copyright, charitable regulations, and more. You're passionate about your not-for-profit. So is Malkin Baker. Call 312-726-1243 or visit their website, malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Rich Baker, an attorney at Malkin Baker, a law firm based in Chicago, which serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals in their legal needs. If you missed the first part of this show and want to listen online, go to malkbaker.com forward slash radio. Today, we're speaking with Drew Hutchison and Brad Taunton, founders of Vigilant Ministry Partners. And we've talked a little bit in the first segment with regard to the problem. Uh, and the problem is particularly, how do we protect our children in children's ministries? This second segment, I'd like to uh, focus a little more about the solution. What can we do about it? And in particular, uh, what does Vigilant Ministry Partners um, do? They, they have a unique um, service, and I think it's very valuable to the church. So we want to uh, jump right into that. So, um, Brad, in the first segment, we talked a little bit about background checks and how inadequate they really are. Many, many churches think, well, if we do the background checks, we've got a pretty good idea and we can cover our bases. But you're saying that's not true. Tell us about that. Yeah, so what we, what Drew and I have committed to is to bring our, our varied backgrounds to this space, and that is very experienced investigation experience and technology, um, our approach, and that leads us to a more holistic approach to the problem. And so that holistic approach expands even before the background checks and even after the background checks to be an ongoing effort against this and not a one-time background check. So it begins with very extensive applications and a vetting process. Um, the background checks that we do are entry level, the ones that everybody does, but then the further looking into it at the county level, and then even some very, um, I wouldn't say proprietary, but very exclusive uh, non-traditional vetting tools that we bring from other industries, other, other markets into the churches that are very, very effective at vetting um, and then a couple of our services that we offer are new to the space that offer real-time information um, and just some really in-depth, beyond public record, very common background checks that are offered uh, today. So, so when I hear this, a question comes to my mind, and, and both of you have served in ministry as pastors or on mission fields. Will this drive away this extensive um, background checks? Will that drive away uh, a lot of volunteers and thus make uh, ministries less likely to want to do this? 
what we have found is that, so that's part of that hardening that target. What we have found is that it doesn't actually drive away the volunteers that you really want working with your children. It actually raises that commitment level from them and even adds a layer of protection for them as well. So you're not just protecting the children, you're also protecting those volunteers. You know, I've heard a saying, and I think your statistics from the first uh, segment support this. It's not a question of um, if, it's a question of when with regard to uh, problems with, with child sex abuse happening in, in churches. Would, would you say that's usually accurate? Yeah, absolutely. I think it is. Um, and I think one of the things that, that we've discussed and is pretty common is so few of these of these offenders are known in the public system and some statistics mm -hmm. are as low as two percent so mm -hmm. it's being really familiar with who you have in your churches um yes yeah, so it's it's not a matter a lot of times of if but when and some churches would be just devastated by who they already have inside their doors that's right mm-hmm well, you know that's a, that's a whole nother topic. I've I've uh, represented a number of churches where there is a known sex offender, and there are. Uh, I would imagine you guys also uh, would work with a church in a situation like that. Absolutely. So part of our holistic model is not just the prevention side, the operational <laughs> side, um, but also the response side and what to do. Uh, when an issue arises, who to connect with locally, and how to even work with that individual or the or the or the victim uh, and their family uh, as well. So uh, that sort of this threefold approach um, makes Vigilant offer a holistic model with uh, with any client, with any church and ministry that we work with. So let's let's just talk a little bit about that. The uh, um, let's start back and let's start with the preventative. And then let's look at also then uh, situations where this has come up. In my mind, as I hear something like this, the first thing that comes to mind is transparency in every regard. That Volunteers have to be transparent, but the church, if there's anything that goes wrong, they also need to be transparent. And that's a very fine line that, that churches have to walk. So, and, and I'm hearing that you're saying that's part of, of uh, your unique approach to um, – helping churches on these issues. That, that's right. And I think one way that we encourage the churches we work with at the staff, pastoral, upper leadership levels is to talk about this boldly from the pulpit in their staff meetings with their volunteers, with the congregation. You know, a, a couple of things that come to mind, you know, that are super helpful and practical on our website, about halfway down is a loaded 11 page plus, volunteer application for free. You know, some places out there that do this would charge for something like that. We, we want you to have that. And this application, we, we built and designed it. It's designed to freak you out to try and volunteer at a specific ministry or church. But it's also made for you to take it and make it your own. And when I say freak you out, I mean to make it very rigorous, very in-depth, character and personal questions and moral questions. And if you even know the, the, the gospel context that, that you may be serving in. And so that's available for free. You know, uh, another product that helps with transparency at the, at the local church level 
this is a great product that we that we've built and offer. It's an automated sex offender uh, search. So you can actually, through signing a, a data transfer agreement, a DTA, you can give us your church role, and we will let you know if you have any covenant members who are actually on the registered sex offender list. Now, a church of any size, whether you're a 50 member church or a 10,000 member church. That would be extremely helpful from a transparency level for you to at least know visually who those individuals are in your hallway, just to be aware. And when your congregation knows that you're doing that, coming back to what Brad said, you talk about hardening the target and making sure that those, those inner walls of, of your ministry are, are safe, you're now able to actually quantify with data how safe are we. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Rich Baker of Malkin Baker, and we're talking with Drew Hutchison and Brad Taunton, founders of Vigilant Ministry Partners. And we've been talking about a holistic approach to childcare ministry in the church and not-for-profits. You've been giving us a couple of those uh, uh, products that are on your website. Again, your website is where? Excellent question. Yes, yeah, so you, you can connect with us at Vigilant MP dot com v i g i l a n t m p as a ministry partners dot com. I'm going to come back to that at the end of the show, but so tell us a little bit more. You had mentioned, and and it's a really surprising thing. Why don't background checks that you can get uh, either through various services? Why are they not very helpful? Yeah. So the truth is here. Here's. Here's just a peek behind the curtain of the background check world. That entry-level background check is the same for everyone, and it is based off of a pretty massive data bank, nationwide data bank, that is based off of voluntary reporting by local governments. And so they may report, they may not report. They may report current, and they may report once a year. And so that information that is initially gathered is a great, great, great place to start. It's just not enough in and of itself. Yep. And I would add to that, you know, there, there are other uh, vendors out there who do similar things that, that we do. However, there's not any, any others out there that do as customized or holistic approaches as, as Vigilant does. And if you are, you know, listening to this podcast, you're attending a church somewhere, if all that's going on is just a check-a-box background check, you know, please, please hear us that, that that right there is a sign that not enough is being done and it may be something to look into. So we're running out of time here. I understand that your organization does do training for, for uh, not-for-profits and churches. In these, in these last seconds, tell us how we can get a hold of, uh, of you for either the training or for other services that you offer. What can we do? Yeah, so you can visit us at VigilantMP.com, and when you go there, you'll find a discount code. Um, that discount code is LFJ15 to receive a 15% discount on all background checks. VigilantMP.com, um, and I'm super thankful that you mentioned the training. So as well as we do investigations, as good as we are and as experienced as you are in that, we recognize that we are not professional trainers and we're not child protection specialists, but we have identified some 
some people in this space who are very, very good at it. And so we recommend a varied training program to meet the specific needs of our churches. And you can find that on our website, VigilantMP.com. Drew and Brad, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I have a feeling you'll be back again. This is a very, very important ministry. So thanks again for being on the show. If you have a legal need or a question and want a perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Mount and Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Rich Baker, attorney at Malkin Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus. Gonna have to serve somebody. Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody. 